Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. And Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa, no matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio's Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, I'm visiting with group publisher of the Southeast Iowa Union, Matt Bryant. With me, with me today is Matt Bryant, group publisher of the Southeast Iowa Union. Matt, welcome to the program. Thank you, John. Oh, you're quite welcome. You had something pretty exciting happen back on Monday, February 27th at the Riverside Casino and Golf Resort at the Greater Washington Business Partnership Annual Dinner, and that was the Washington Chamber of Commerce awarded your business, the Southeast Iowa Union, with the 2022 Business of the Year Award. So congratulations for that. Well, thank you very much. We were very honored and we were very humbled by that. So it was a pretty, pretty neat deal. I bet so. Now, was it uh, when when you were there that night? Was it? Uh, did you know in advance that you were going to be receiving this award, or did you did you uh, find out when everybody else that was there uh, found so out? So we we did not know that we were going to receive it. We did know that we were nominated, but we were there were uh, I don't know six, seven, eight other businesses also nominated. Um, it's a pretty formidable competition, frankly. So. Um, you know, I wasn't certainly didn't count on winning that award. So when we found out that it was us, when they announced it was us, we were we were pretty surprised. I was pretty surprised. That is really neat. To, that and yeah, there were um, quite quite a um, good selection of or nominations uh, for that award. So really, it's just a that really is just really makes it a crowning achievement for the Southeast Iowa Union. One of the things I want to ask you before we get too far into this is. Group publisher. What exactly is a group publisher for a newspaper? Well, a, well, first of all, just a publisher in general is is basically um, the manager, uh, depending on what other business you're in. The general manager, you know, I'll do. I'm kind of oversee the operation. Um, a lot of people will assume that the editor is in charge, and the role of editors is a big role. But the editor is generally in charge of the news content or content that goes in the papers. And the publisher kind of oversees everything, the the revenue side, the news side, a little bit of everything, and, you know, occasionally have to sweep a floor or, or unplug a toilet along with everything else. So. Okay. All right. Well, that is uh, – uh, I imagine you are quite busy all the time, and I know for a fact that uh, the newspaper uh, has really evolved in the past several years, and – I'd, and I'm sure that's probably part of the reason why uh, you got the Business of the Year Award. I mean, you guys are doing so much. In the 21st century, a newspaper is just not uh, not um, a rag that you get your hands dirty from the fresh ink because, you know, there's a lot more to it in, in this day and age. Can you kind of expound on everything that's been going on? I, yeah. So um, to your point, we are trying to, you know, we're, we're a 140 year old business, 140 plus year old business, um, you know, and a lot of times mature businesses like that have a tough time evolving. Um, but we, you know, we see that we have to. Um, I'm a newspaper guy. I will always be a newspaper guy. That's how I grew up. My family's been in it um, literally for 130 some years. I can trace it back to the newspaper business. Um, wow. 
Yeah, um, that's a funny story in and of itself. But, um, you know, so the newspaper is very important to me, but we understand that the audience is changing. So now we're trying to change our focus from just the newspaper business to, um, you know, a media business. And that sounds a little cliche, but really we're trying to sell an audience. And our audience right now is newspaper. It is digital online. Um, we have a podcast. We have a streaming video service. Um, you know, we're buying some small community papers that have a different reach than the larger daily paper like the union. So, you know, we're, we're you know, again, kind of a cliche business line, but we're pulling every lever we can think of to continue yeah. to have a successful business. And it seems to, seems to me that you're pretty successful at it. Uh, we've, we've, we've done okay so far. So, well, I, and I know that you've got a, uh, a video streaming platform called Washington Live, and that Correct. started back in June of 2022. Uh, how can people access that, and how often is that available? So the, the platform has several different shows on it. So um, it is, you know, mostly um, on Facebook where most people are coming across it. So it's Washington Live on Facebook. Um, uh, you can go on to our website at southeastallegunion.com. There's links to it there. You can search it on Facebook and find Washington Live. Um, we actually have a Mount Pleasant Live and a Fairfield Live as well. There's not quite as much content on those yet. There will be, but right now it's just Washington Live. Um, but we also have, for people that don't have Facebook, and there are people out there that are not so crazy about Facebook, we also put our shows on to uh, YouTube. And, again, it's Washington Live on YouTube. And I haven't actually done it personally, but I'm pretty sure they're on Spotify as well. Um, okay. so you can find them there also. Uh, but on those platforms, we have we launched with one show. It's a morning show that's um, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, around 10 o'clock, and it goes for about a half an hour. Uh, but the beauty of the beauty of the streaming platform is that if it lasts 20 minutes or 40 minutes, it doesn't matter. We don't have to pigeonhole ourselves into a 30-minute time slot. Um, and so we have a morning show three days a week that's kind of a fun, I'll call it infotainment, but we, we have some fun with it. We bring in some guests from in town, from, um, you know, some of the movers and shakers around town. Um, we have a, a sports talk show where my sports guys, Hunter Muller and Andy Kretzinger, do a, uh, um, well, I, I think you can go then probably, but, um, yeah. you know, they get a little long-winded so they don't necessarily stick to their half-hour time frame very well, but they do a good job of that. That's on Wednesday afternoons. Um, we have a coaches show that we do on Thursday afternoons where we bring the AD and one of the coaches of the season, and they usually bring in some kids with them, and we talk to them. Um, and then every day, Nick uh, Steffens, our producer, does a 10-minute, 10, 10 to 15-minute, we call it a news break. And basically that's reading the headlines or uh, expanding on the headlines in some cases with video, um, uh, kind of stuff out of the paper that he pulls right out of the Southeast Valley Union. That's just a, it's amazing. I mean, you, when you think about how much things have evolved and what the technology allows today, it's just really incredible. And uh, what you're being able to bring as a service and expand on your your initial product of the newspaper to, to basically bring it alive in video form on streaming and such is, is just a, a really great service. Yeah. And like I said, we, we just keep trying to find new ways to, to reach an audience. We realize that not everybody's going to pick up a paper, um, so we want to we want to be able to, you know, still be a credible news source for everybody, no matter what format they're going to they're going to find the information in. I see. Now, um, recent I know you, you mentioned a little bit ago that uh, 
you've uh, acquired two more papers in some uh, smaller towns. I believe one is in Winfield that I'm I'm pretty sure of. The Winfield uh, Wayland Beacon, I believe, is what that is called. Yeah. yeah. And then um, where is the other one? Well, actually, we've got a couple more than two. Actually, last May, we purchased the Clarion Placement, which is kind of, uh, generally speaking, it's the Pekin School District, so kind of around Richland and Packwood and Hendrick Holly, that area. Um, okay. So we've been doing that since May. Um, and then our first issue of the Winfield Beacon Wayland News was February 16th, I think, I'm pretty sure. So just a few okay. weeks ago. And then just last week was our first issue uh, last week, yesterday, uh, I already lost track of my days. Um, yesterday was our first issue of, of ownership of the New London Journal. Um, and then on top of that, actually, we last August and September, we purchased five newspapers and a shopper in Iowa County, and one one of which is in Powsey County, actually, but Marengo, Williamsburg, Bell Plain area. Okay. Well, have you found uh, since uh... – your insertion into those those areas um and uh having your your touch on the, those uh, local papers how are how are the readers in that area responding at this point so we've had some pretty good some pretty good feedback especially in the ones that are legitimately in our southeast Iowa union footprint meaning the clarion and, and winfield and new london um, like i said new london is, is really new so we're still waiting on some feedback on that but we've had some good luck with that um, and the other papers up north, um, we're, you know, we're building our brand. We're brand new to them. Um, and so we've had some good feedback, but we know we still have some work to do up there. I see. Well, you had mentioned earlier that your family, you can trace back roots in the newspaper business. Did you say 134 years? Yeah, 137, I think. I can go back. Yep, I can go back to... I'm looking at a little chart I have hanging on my wall right now. I can go back to, I think, 1866, maybe. Um, so it's, it's interesting, and I'll I'll try to make this a little bit brief, I guess. But, um, okay. Well, we got to hear about it. <laughs> well, so my, my grandfather, um, you know, it, actually my great-grandfather, who I never met, but he owned the Centerville Day of the Eye Region, and I always knew that he bought the Centerville Day of the Eye Region in 1903. So for a long okay. time, I thought, um, you know, I could trace my roots back to 1903, which is my great-grandfather, and then my grandfather bought it from him, and that's actually my mom's side of the family, but when my mom and my dad got married, my dad also got into the newspaper business, and now here I am. So wow. I could trace that back to 1903, um, which, you know, which would be 120 years, um, yeah. and that's 100, 120 consecutive years that somebody in my family has owned or managed or operated a newspaper in the state of Iowa. Um, but interestingly, really, literally a month or two ago, um, something jogged my memory a little bit, and we were kind of talking about that. And so I knew of a Needham family, um, which was my great-grandfather's wife, so my great-grandmother's family. And I kind of mm-hmm. remember maybe that they were in the business a little bit. So I did a little bit of research, and honestly, it, didn't, it, it took embarrassing little research why I didn't do it before. I have no idea. But so my great great grandfather, William Needham, bought the Sigourney paper, and, and I have this somewhere. I'm trying to look this chart on the wall. I said, but it's I think 1866. Um, wow. Yeah, and so then he had seven children, four boys and two girls, 
or three girls. All four of his boys own newspapers, including this Charles Needham, who at one time owned the Washington paper, one of the Washington papers. Um, also Grinnell and Richmond and Montezuma. Um, another son went in with my great-grandfather in Centerville. Another one owned um, Eldora and Ames, and another one bought the, the cigarette paper from his dad. And then, of course, my great-great-grandmother was the daughter who married my great-great-grandfather who bought Centerville. So anyway, um, and wow. then my great, yeah, my great-grandmother and great-grandfather had three, three boys, one of which is my grandfather, of course. The other two were also in the newspaper business and with California and were publishers. And so I can go back five generations, 130-whatever-seven years, and in that tree there are 12 newspaper publishers. That is amazing. So, Matt Bryant, at what age did you say or realize to, in your, to yourself, I'm going to be in the newspaper business? Well, you know, I still try to wonder that sometimes, if I'm even in the right place, but I think I am. Um, <laughs> so when I grew up as a kid, I was hanging around the newspaper offices all the time, and I guess it never really occurred to me. I went to college and graduated from Iowa Wesleyan, um, actually with a business degree. And after college, my first job was at Hormel in Fremont, Nebraska. And shortly after that, I went to uh, IVP in Waterloo as a line supervisor. And I spent about a year and a half doing that. And I thought, you know, I don't think this is how I want to spend the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. I showed up at my dad's doorstep, who owned a little shopper at the time in Monticello, Iowa, and said, hey, I am unemployed. Can you help me out? And he said, you bet you I can. You're going to do all the jobs I don't want to do, and I'm not going to pay you very much to do it. And I said, <laughs> you know, that sounds, like, that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. I'll take that. And, yeah. Uh, so, so I started selling ads for him when I was 23, and uh, kind of grew up that way. And after about five years, as much as I appreciated my dad, it was time not to work for him anymore. And uh-huh. ended up in Cresco, Iowa, and and uh, ran the paper in Cresco, and then New Hampton. And then about 14 years ago, I came to Washington. So wow. That was probably well, a much longer story than you anticipated getting into. But well, kind of oh, where, the, it, where the roots it, are. It was, it, it was interesting and intriguing. I mean, I'm always fascinated how people get to where they're at and, and uh, what kind of uh, trails they get on on their journey to get where they are. Now, do you have uh, do you have any kids? I do. I have three daughters, none of which have any interest in the newspaper business. So um, I, I, I'm, I fear that unless a grandchild picks up the reins somewhere, we may have, we may have come to the end of the string. Ah, well, you never know that at some point in time you might might get a visit and they might say, one of them might say, (laughs) (laughs) and you you might say, well, I've got some jobs I don't want to (laughs) do. Yeah, that's a fair point. You just never know, right? That's right. That's right. Well, it, I uh, once again commend commend you and uh, the folks at the Southeast Iowa Union. I know you've got a great staff there. I've met a couple of those folks before, and uh, yep. it's been a pleasure speaking to you. I just and I know that it takes all of those individuals to make it happen, and I'm, I know that you know that too. And yep. it's uh, it's just wonderful to to highlight a business. That's one of the things that I like to do on my podcast, Southeast Iowa Today, is highlight businesses and people uh, in Southeast Iowa that are making positive differences, and you, sir, are part of that. Well, thank you. And I do want to, I want to reiterate what you said is that, I, you know, none of this happens without a really good staff. Um, and they work their tails off and I'm very, very proud of them and I very much appreciate their efforts. Um, I get to sit in the office, but, you know, they're, 
they're the ones doing all the hard work every day. So um, couldn't do it without them. Wow. I, I, I'm sure they know that and, and appreciate appreciate that and appreciate you too. Was there anything that we else that we should have talked about at this time that maybe that I didn't ask that you want to make sure that we uh, let folks know about? Well, not that I can think of. It's just, uh, you know, I, I don't want to make it sound like we're running around with the red cape, but, um, you know, saving, saving small newspapers, but we really do believe in small newspapers um, and all newspapers, frankly, but um, we believe that these small community papers have a future. Um, exactly what that future looks like, I don't know, um, but, but we really believe in them. And, you know, some of them um, that we acquired in the past year were, were frankly in danger of not being there anymore. Um, so we hope that we can, you know, be a part to, to keep them going and keep them, keep them lively and keep them active and, and keep them relevant. Well, uh, I was going to say, when, when you mentioned the red cape, it, it uh, reminded me of what I wanted to mention, too, is like whenever I think of newspapers, I always think of the Daily Planet. And <laughs> right, I would, right. I would cons- consider you the Perry White of the Southeast <laughs> Iowa Union. Yeah, well, yeah, I sit in my <laughs> office and yell at people, right? So. Yeah, you, know, you probably don't yell "Great Caesar's Ghost" all the time, though. I, I do not do that. I do not know to do that. I'm pretty sure I never have. So there you go. <laughs> well, do you have your own tagline? Uh, no, but now you got me thinking about. It, I'll have to come up with one. So next, yeah, next time we talk, maybe I'll have something. There you go. There you go. Well, Matt, I hope we get to talk again. I hope to say hello to you in person sometime in the near future. And once again, thanks for being on the program today. No problem. Thank you. That was Group Publisher of the Southeast Iowa Union, Matt Bryant, on this episode of Southeast Iowa Today, presented by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident, and Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. I'm your host, John Bain, on behalf of Round Guy Radio, stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.